Hello friends, my name is Maximus, and I will be your dungeon master for this evening. I'd like to welcome you all to the 17th episode of Casters and Cantrips, where some of your favorite streamers play Dungeons and Dragons live on Friday nights. I'm joined with the amazing cast of Bunny Dreadful, Mac and Cheese Please, Virtual Spectre, and Moobs Like Jagger from the GGN crew, local celebrity from Xbox. Oh, hello. <laughs> I'm going to try and embarrass you a little bit. <laughs> it's working. It's working. Yep, the hair's growing out. It's looking real nice. Um, I'm so excited to roll dice. I did a lot of prep. So now, now the players are scared that I did so much prep that they're going to die. That's not true. I mean, they always could, but it's not my intent anyway. It's true. <laughs> Couple things. Um, first one is just a reminder that all of our proceeds from merch sales this month are going to be donated to the Trevor Project. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the Trevor Project, it's an organization that provides crisis intervention as well as suicide prevention services for LGBTQ young people under the age of 25. So if you'd like to know more about the organization, you can go to the trevorproject.org slash about. Uh, also, uh, if you didn't know yet, we have a Caches and Cantrips official Patreon. Uh, I guess I should be a professional and put some links in here. There you go. Ooh. <laughs> um, so thank you to those who've already pledged to the Patreon. <laughs> we very much appreciate it. Uh, it's definitely not required, but um, it helps us kind of fund the show so I can keep having awesome music and cool animated maps uh, to use. Um, but we've got tiers that let you get early access to our podcast as well as YouTube videos. And there's a, a tier where you can help me design an NPC for the game. Uh, as always, if you have any suggestions for the Patreon, what we should do, or what we should have on there, uh, just please let me know and we'll do what we can. Uh, but like I said, support's not necessary, but it definitely does help the show. I feel like I ran through that very quickly. <laughs> it was I had more the, impressive. I had the old... It was very fluid. It's mm -hmm. good. It's mo most of it's just I'm all made up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, all, it's all made up. Everything's made up. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm so excited tonight. Uh, I'm excited since y'all are gonna have a, a brand new adventure of some sort once y'all go to home base eventually. So, uh, without any further ado, we'll go ahead and get into the game and uh, settle in and prepare for tonight's episode of Casters and Cantrips. Our story last left off with the Eve of Tales officially beginning in the city of Isgarth. The party decided they would first try and tell some stories uh, in exchange for some sweets. They sought out one of the scribes from the Church of Denier, uh, as the scribes were the ones cataloging the tales in exchange uh, for the sugary goods. The group found the closest scribe and waited in line for their turn to tell their stories. Each member of the party told tales of their recent adventures with varying degrees of details. Um, most notably, uh, Bryn did resort to intimidating uh, the poor scribe to get her sweets. But nevertheless, uh, after devouring the recently acquired uh, treats, the group ran across a fortune teller named Madame Winza. After paying a few copper, uh, each member of the party had their fortunes read by the old woman. While some fortunes seemed ominous, 
Madame Windsor, just let the, let the party know that she doesn't see the future. She just shows them the truth. Just as the fortunes were finished, their friend Yorlas spotted them as he was riding full speed down the streets. And he came to a quick stop and explained that he needed the group's help. He was in charge of the play that was to close the Eve of Tales, but he had just learned that the original performers had been sent to the front in the war with Ram Crown. After negotiating for a considerable amount of gold, the group agreed to help their new friend Yorlis. They all made their way back to the main stage close to the center of town, and everyone selected their parts for this performance. Vin was Irune, the elf magician. Ron played Dulin, the dwarf priest. Bryn was the gnome thief, Larilla the scoundrel. And Valken played the lead, Servas Creel, the noble knight. Even though they were handed some shabby costumes, Yorlis used some impressive magic to transform the actors as well as the stage. The group was to act out the story of the creation of the Empire. The tale involved Servas Creel accompanied by his adventuring friends as they searched faraway lands for an ancient artifact to retrieve for the king in order to unite the kingdom. The performance spanned several acts involving negotiating with a troll, a surprise attack by basilisks, or stone lizards, and uh, an ambush from some clawed dinosaurs. The finale found the group in ancient ruins as they retrieved the scepter artifact and defeated the huge horned dragon of the jungle that was guarding it. As the story told, the ancient scepter was delivered to King Bertrand, who would forever be known as the first Emperor Primus. And this is where we'll start our story. And the next morning, as the party made their way back to their inn, the Grey Jug Inn, and have acquired a much needed long rest. And it is now the next day. Also, for your information, it is the seventh day Ooh. of the month of Sextus. And quite warm. <sighs> it is quite Ooh. warm today. Ron is not pleased with this weather. Yeah. But we Did gotta I have a get bad dream in. last night or what? We were actors or something. I'm pretty that sure actually this happened. was uh, real, real life, yes. <sighs> well, it was not I remember. Ron was a dwarf, very small, not used to being so tiny. <laughs> now I shall call you a, a, a tiny one. <laughs> and it will be true. No, but Ron <laughs> is now big and normal. Please do not. Oh, but you looked so good, tiny. It's not true, though. Oh, so. where shall we go today? Hmm. Well, first, we should get food. Yep. Starving. You could easily find some food in the Grey Drug Inn at the more reasonably priced establishment <laughs> compared to the last one that you all were in. <laughs> but this best food Ron ever had. Worth every it was, copper. It was very good. I think that every time later in the city, we should have at least like one meal there. You know, maybe two if we're doing very well. I've never eaten such fine things. Mm. Where I mm. come from, if you had, if someone says your mama says, oh, we're having fancy celebration meal tonight, it just means that, like, 
you know, maybe everything's fully cooked for once. It's, uh, it's a nice change. Do you normally not have fully cooked food? Well, you know, sometimes you just, like, it's lots of mouths to feed. You just gotta make do, you know? Just I cold, guess. nothing goes bad. Alright. So, as you make your way downstairs in the inn, of course, meeting up, and um, you sit down at a table and uh, at the Grey Dragon Inn Tavern. And shortly after, there is uh, someone who takes your uh, breakfast order. Uh, on the menu today is blood pudding, blood pudding, as well as some fried chicken eggs for a silver piece. Oh. Oh. Mm. Quite delicious. So... What is the plan? We have to wait for, uh, I'm waiting for my shield, you know? I cannot leave town without Brida, so we've got some time. Wait, what happened to your shield? Oh, they're upgrading with, uh, how do you say? Yes, right. we're getting new and dragon guess, shields. Mm. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Spent a lot of money on a sword, too. How many days did they say that was going to be again? So, if you're waiting on your shields, it's going to be a week and a half. Um, and you placed the order yesterday. So, um, placing the order yesterday, it's going to be either the 17th or the 18th, 17th at best. So you're looking at quite a while. Oh. Well, we could, uh, I might hit up the library, you know, I might see if there's like any of those tours. Sometimes they do like haunted tours, which... Yes, it sounds sort of like a scam, but usually there is very good uh, factual information in those two. Um, well, where do they have do... like an arboretum? So if where your plan do... is to stay in town that long, uh, you absolutely can. If you'd like to go do some research, you could. Um, you could also do some downtime activities if that suits you. Um, doing Ooh. things like carousing. Uh, crafting an item if you have the abilities to do so you can try and commit some crimes though there will be some danger involved in that uh, gambling um, relaxation religious services perhaps some research um, any crimes training yeah, what kind of crimes can we commit <laughs> you tell me I knew, I knew she was gonna ask petty larceny attempted arson mm -hmm. you name yeah. it and just so you know, just in real life, if you do get caught and there's a chance that you would, that the story could take quite a turn. <laughs> so it's up to you. <laughs> you I'm not trying to create again? a new character here. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the severity of the crime, you may or may not need to do that. You wouldn't need to create a new character, but. I mean, and it turned into a jailbreaks episode and we all had to escape. <laughs> yeah. We never go back to the town again. Your money is gone. <laughs> we become brigands. Mm -hmm. Good mercenaries uh, to a band of bandits. Mm -hmm. What if we pick up like a side job? You could do that. You could do some, uh, some, there's probably you could try and find some pit fighting, like some hand to hand fisticuffs. Um, if Ooh. you're talking about like a side um, quest or something, you might be able to find something along those lines, but. Is well, there like a intro to baking class we could all take together? Like a little team building exercise? <clears throat> so you can uh, take some training if you'd like, which is where you can Ooh. receive training, either a language or a tool, um, which usually takes about 10 
work weeks to get a skill in it, but you can accumulate it over time. Um, but also the time is reduced uh, equal to what your intelligence modifier is. So if you have a oh. higher intelligence modifier, you subtract that many weeks to learn a new skill or a tool. That's normally 10. Normally 10, yeah. We have what? 10 days? Weeks to learn a skill or a tool. Well, you guys, um, we could go back to home base, drop off the scroll, and then head back. That'd probably take a week. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Possible. We don't need to stay in this town. Unless you want to, but I'm just saying we don't have to stay How here. How long would that take? Would that be... So if you were to go um, on foot back to Tustin, it would take you probably about um, a good five solid days. Um, yeah. Tustin is about the midpoint between Falshir and Isgarth. Um, if you got horses, it'd be a little faster. We do, but Ron... Um, no, doesn't. Ron has something special now. Oh, okay. And then the sword would be returned to Valshir, right? Yep, Valshir, that is uh, where the throne is, essentially. Could we pay to have our items oh. just, like, shipped to us? I'm sure you could. That's right, I'm sure we just can't request an audience with the king because we were a bunch of nobodies. Yeah, they'd be like, uh, excuse me? Yep, and you know that um, Sir Virgil did serve with Terran Van, who is the leader of your guild. So maybe they oh, have some connections back yeah. there. All right, well, let's uh, do that then. Let's do that. And then do we want to see if we can pay to have our items shipped to us? Sure. Yep, you can go back. And the guild's got an address, so I assume that mm -hmm. that's like a thing. Sure. It's it's 111 Guild Boulevard. Cool. <laughs> How much gold would that cost us to get it shipped? Uh, that is a very good question. Wait, of which I definitely have an answer for it. Um, we, our magical, shields, our new dragon shields. shields. Oh, mm -hmm. that are getting crafted right now. Matching dragon shields. That's right. We could like yeah. high five with them. That's yeah. <laughs> yep. So typically, um, like a messaging surface or messaging service, uh, is about two copper per mile. Um, if it's mm -hmm. gonna take you about five days to get to Tustin, you're looking at about. 100 miles and some change so what is that two gold per package i think yeah math so four gold Do they have a slogan where if it yeah if it fits it ships <laughs> <laughs> like a flat fee wait no two each two gold each mm -hmm. i'll just pay the four gold for both of us Done. Yep. Oh. problem solved yep that's you're, so easy you're more than welcome to do that and and go back to the uh, armory and figure that out and you're good to go and you talk to Morag who's as grumpy as ever and uh, arrange Whoa, Morag they're not ready yet fine day. they're not ready come back later it's only been a day yeah yeah I just want to see if you could ship those to us we have to get back to the guild you know the guild the order of Iberus <sighs> never heard of it okay well it's very popular it's, can you just it's ship located, there it's down and tested to the south all right, all right, I'll take care of it. It's gonna cost you a little more, four more gold. Smash that down on the counter. Yeah. You're a very good up. man, thank you. 
He looks at you and just goes back to to hammering out something he's working on on the on the anvil. Um. It's uh. Do we need to buy supplies for a journey return home? I couldn't hurt yeah. to get rations. Yeah, we can get a few more. Let's go see if there's uh... So uh, I need to stock I... up on the health tonic mm-hmm. supplies too. I, w- I will mm, remind for Mimi. Mm. Mm. Yep. I will remind you all that since um, Vin is an Outlander, the reason why I haven't been asking you specifically about rations um, is whenever you're staying somewhere where you're, where you're like in the wilderness or on the road. Um, she can find food for you all. If you were in mm-hmm. harsher conditions, um, say like a, a desert or like the middle of the ocean without any supplies, um, where you normally couldn't find food, then she'd be able to at least roll for it. So normally it would matter, but you've got yourself a, an outlander who's taking care well, of food. Got yourself okay. a food supply. Oh, I'm okay. just going to buy right. some more of my healer's kit uh, charges and I'll just take care of that on my end. Sure. Is there a place I where I can get like a normal healing potion? Uh, yeah, you could definitely find uh, somewhere to get a healing potion. We'll do. I'll, I'll go look for that, and we'll do it. Theater of the mind. So we don't sure. Have to... Yeah, you f- you can easily find um, a, a shop that just sells, you know, normal equipment. Uh, healing potion is going to run you about fifty gold pieces. Okay. They don't have an unlimited will... supply. They have a few. Yeah, 50 gold for one healing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the same. I think everybody should buy one if you don't have one. Yep, they have four total in stock. So oh. you can clean them out. Yeah, just clean them out. You said All it was right. um, 50 gold? It is. And what was the name of it? I just a potion of like normal yep, healing. Potion healing. Crazy. Yeah, potion of healing. Cool. That's just they're just so good to have. It's true. Especially after that dragon fight. I'm feeling a little like Yeah, I used one for something and I haven't had one in a while. So. Alright, I'm all set to get on the road. Okay. Beans. On the road again. You've done everything you I wanted to do in Icegarth, ready to go? Uh, can we go say bye to the baby one last time? Uh, yeah. You need to go try and oh. find, uh, Risa? Yeah. Sure. So, easy enough. Uh, you go back to the Great Library of Denier, and you find Risa in her assigned section. Um, the attendant at the front desk, uh, the older gentleman points you back there, and uh, the section on cosmology, the heavens, and their gods. So, you arrive and then you see Risa just putting some tomes away uh, on the shelf. She doesn't notice you yet. Risa, hello. Risa. Oh, hello. Um, how can I help you? Hi. Uh, good to see you. I, I saw your um, saw your play. Um, oh. pretty unorthodox oh. performance, but you know it was entertaining. Yes, uh, Ron does not know Empire history very well. 
Well, I could see that. But that's okay. At least everyone had fun. <laughs> you can kind of see uh, now that um, her robes are are a little more decorative. They're still kind of just a um, like a dark brown, but they're more they're more finer made. Um, as you could see that last time she was dressed for the festival, where they were purposefully um, just nondescript robes with the hood. And you can see that um, you know she's got her hood down and she has um, her long shoulder length brown hair and then the white feather kind of stuck in the back of the behind her right ear that comes out from her hair so um do you need some books or uh, uh, i have like a very specific question for you sure we're headed back to guild and uh you know we uh we feel bad about what happened to uh Ixius. Ixius? We felt bad about uh, Ixius and... Uh, oh, yeah. I just thought if we could maybe collect some information once we get back to the guild that could help locate her. Oh, Do yeah, you know sure. Where they might have taken her. Do they have sort of uh, these people, like a headquarters or like uh, any oh. rumors that you know about? Those sort of things to help us get oh. on the right track. You mean the Conclave? Yes. Um, well, you probably won't find anything about the Conclave in any books, um, but we know that they operate at a salon somewhere. Um, all kind too. of rumors. Um, I'd actually never seen anyone that actually saw them and came back to tell me about it. Do so they have sort of, uh, like a, you know, like they must have a location closer, like, uh, field office, you know, like, uh, well, here, look at this map over here. I'll go over. There's like one of those maps on the wall. Mm -hmm. That's like, oh, put the pin in if you're from here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like sure. this little, like, uh, the whole, uh, what's the word? God, you guys, I'm sorry. Continent. It's not a river. It's not a river. Oh, it's you're talking about the Canimus Sea. Creek. This whole sea here. There's sort of like an island in the middle. Do you know who controls that area? Oh, um, um, hold on. Let me see. And she kind of goes back. Uh, follow me. She takes you to an entirely different section of the library. And she kind of starts pouring through some tomes and things like that. Let me see here. Um, Okay. Do you guys uh, see on the map what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. I'm looking at my notes. A different section, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, near Fort Cross? to the yeah. east. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering what that is, because if these warring nations have control over the, you know, having control over this would be helpful, right? So I'm like, I were an evil, big, bad guy with green eyes. Where would I be, right? <laughs> somewhere central, <laughs> somewhere unlabeled on a map, somewhere with easy access to boats. So just like, So she pulls out this tomb and kind of just, it's a big thick book um it's titled the history of the empire 
and she starts flipping through several different pages um, and she gets about three quarters of the way through it uh, and then she says okay here um, well this used to um, belong uh, well one of the um, master mages um, from of course the you know well the where the wizards are you know um, in their academy and such um, used to control um, this tower and um, well you know legend has it that they didn't really agree with how the Empire um, was handling things currently uh, so they went to their tower and um, well it didn't used to be an island it used to be connected and they unconnected oh. it oh. and no one's heard from them since so oh. um, I think their their name was Ophiar? Hold on, let me look. Oh yeah, here it is. Uh Ophiar is a seam. One of the um well master arcanists. Um as far as well what school they were a master of, I'm not sure. Hmm. How do you spell that? Uh, I will copy pasta that for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> when this is happening, Falcon nudges Ron and it's just like, do you understand anything they're talking about? <laughs> mm, Ron spaced out a few minutes ago already. <laughs> you too. Same here. Yeah. What were you thinking about? Oh, Ron was just wondering if Ron could see Corin before we leave. We may not return for quite some time. Oh, okay. Well, that's way more virtuous than what I was thinking about. Oh, what were you thinking about? That candy I had. The oh, one that made my oh. mouth light up. Yes, yeah. with the the sparks and lights, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want more of that before we leave. We can stop by bakery before we leave. See if they still have leftover. Would a bakery have candy like that? Oh, we can ask right now. She's she and other acolytes give out candy. Okay, okay, we'll do that. The brainiacs are talking right now. Yep. And as oh, you're talking, yeah. she's droning on and on about you know the island and theorizing what could have happened and going into the history about it. And it's just and for you all, it's just like wop 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 wop. It just kind of fades into the background. <laughs> oh, um, I don't mean to. Ron does not mean to interrupt, but. Do you happen to have some candy left over from yesterday? Um, I could check. Uh, what were you looking for? Oh, the one that makes your mouth light up like, like fire. Oh, fizz powder. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yes. Do you all want one? Yes, please. Oh, I will pass. Bryn will take one for. Oh. A small friend. Yeah. Yes. Oh, all right. Yeah, for my very tiny little friend would like one. So, you know, they're very, very short. I know. And she looks to me. Vin and she goes, you're not that short. I don't know what her deal is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your average yeah, height. You're like not me. that short, Vin. Anyways, we have very important matters here. Oh, yeah, I hold on. You're trying to talk about candy at a time like this. Oh, uh, hold on, stay here. And then she uh, runs off. 
um, to go find some fizz powder for you all. <clears throat> I don't. I'll have you know, candy is vitally important to our mission. Oh, it's, yes, it keeps I mean, Valken alive. It is because of Valken, you don't have it, you might die. So but, that's fair. That's but fair. extra I mean, one is for Mimi. Mage is oh, making islands is one thing. I thought it was ah. for you, Ron. Oh, no. Oh. No, so, I wanted the candy. You, no, we have, we have to get food for Mimi. So she comes back a few minutes later and she goes, um, this is all I could find. Uh, but I found four of them. Uh, there's a yellow one, uh, and a blue one, Ooh. and an orange Ooh. one, uh, and a Very red nice. one. And she kind of hands them over to you, Valken. All of those are just fine. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, any chance? Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, Ron. Go ahead. It, um, you know, we are going to be gone for quite some time. And yeah. Not sure when we can return. Sure. We need I can visit our small friend. Oh, and she kind of looks a little embarrassed. She's like, um, she's not here now because, well, you know, they come to me and then I find someone, you know, that will take them to their new parents that will take care of them. Um, mm. so I'm not allowed to know, um, where they go for safety reasons. I'm oh, sorry. So if you're tortured, you oh. can't like give it up. No, Her eyes get wide like, no, oh, um. Not necessary. It's, it is better we do not yeah, know. Yeah, I hope that doesn't smart, happen. Really. Do you think that happens? <laughs> Has that happened before? I, I am positive that it happens. It is very smart oh. that you don't have the information. It's very good. It, no, oh, it's no. Uh, very, very rare, Bryn. What are you talking about? One time I tortured my sister just because it was funny. You, you are scaring her. Oh, She's sorry. like really no, scared. Nobody tortures anybody. It's not a thing that happens. It is uh, storybooks, you know. Speaking of, you know that play last night. Yeah. Do you have any uh, information on that uh, Voss character with the oh. green eyes and the, and um, the blonde hair? She's like, yeah. And, and she holds up the big book that says History of the Empire on it. The one that you were looking through and she kind of flips back towards the front of it um what do you want to know uh like how uh what happened to them when did they die oh um well let me see and she starts flipping through um servos creel to baron voss creel you served into the emperor primus um let's see Sub well, um, it says here, um, that, well, um, I guess a, a couple decades later that he died in battle. Um, but they never, yeah, there was no funeral and, and they had to retreat and they never went back there. See, that's when the empire was oh. trying to aggressively expand, um, into mm -hmm. the, uh, the Tyran region up to the north. Um, but. Um, unfortunately, it didn't work out and that's before the bridge of Nona was was constructed So it was really hard to get back and forth between there because you had to go by sea and it's kind of rough waters depending on You know what season it is. Um, so usually, um Yeah Uh, okay, that Whoa. part's not important, uh, but the, the... there is no body. They don't know for sure that he died What about offspring? Um, yeah. good question one No, no heirs as far as well the book says and were they uh, human or elf? Um, human, yeah. 
Okay, okay. Uh, question. Do you happen to have, like, a list of all the barons <laughs> in, uh, where was that guy from? I forgot. Uh, DM, you're gonna have to help me here. I'm a little confused on who were the guys that were up there. Was it the Vantis people or Ramcrom people that oh, were? Which be a little more specific. Uh, <clears throat> when we had the fight mm -hmm. in. So in, the the Vantis the Vantis Navy was mustered at um at Four Cross as you were leaving, and then the Ramcrom mm -hmm. Navy blockaded the the Tyrian region at the river. And then oh, the Vantis Navy, you assume, advanced towards the Ramcron Navy. You weren't there for the it's ship battle if there was. Them. Do, do we have like a list of royalty in all of uh like everywhere? Um that you know, might take a while. Um you could try and narrow it down. So um what what's your intent? What are you trying to find out? The guy that they called the Baron. I mm -hmm. want to know who he is, but we don't have a lot of information to go off. Gotcha. Of. But if he's a Baron, mm -hmm. then theoretically there should be some record of him. But mm -hmm. I'm to, but I don't really. It's not clear to me if we know where he was from. So Maybe you can and that's okay. You can infer that since she called that group the Conclave, that they are from Salon, which is an entirely different nation from Ramcrown and Vantis oh, far to the east okay okay which was right. originally part of the empire along with Ramcrown and Vantis but it has since broken apart in the right. hundreds okay. of years so you have a list of baron titled uh peoples in Salon um I do not I'm sorry uh, okay. I can try well, I but the... um they well when the empire kind of like crumbled, I can get you stuff up until the empire. Um, but when the empire crumbled and then everyone started drawing their own like boundaries and regions, um, that's when everyone started to kind of like close up. And that's why we have, you know, the Eve of Tales to kind of share information, make sure that we don't, you know, lose things again. Do you happen um, to know the magical spell of sending? Um. Maybe. Okay. If you ever figure out a list of barons in Salon present day, you just uh, find a way to get me a message, okay? Um, well, or I one. I can try, but uh, I can tell you what I know about Salon if you'd like. Um, it, well, the the rumor is that you know one of the um, archmages in the Empire. Um, kind of similar to the island, but whenever all of the, you know, nations were splitting, up, splitting apart, um, they decided that they were going to make their own, uh, and call it Salon. Yeah, I think you already told us that much. You don't know anything else? No, it's different. It's like the island, but it's different. It's the, the, the island is no, one I mage. Before today. Okay. okay. Yeah, I know. No, I understand. I just meant that we just, I thought you had more info. It's, um, it's fine. It's well, fine. We I know should, that we should leave you to your work. That, um, well, it's rumored that they're kind of a majocracy where the nation is kind of ruled by, um, well, like magic users and stuff. But, um, well, we don't really trade with them or communicate with them. We used to trade with Ram Crown and well, until recently, so. Okay, thank you very much for uh, for your help 
And, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know more. Yourself. Don't get tortured. Okay, bye. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> oh, am I gonna get? Am I gonna get tortured? And she's like no, yelling as you're no, walking away. It's like, no. is that something I have to worry about? It is verified. It brings um. Uh, what? What is? What is word? Joke. Doesn't sound like a Bro, joke. I don't. I kind of feel like we should prepare her for the fact. You're not. Mission. You're not that funny. It, it may be possibility. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, and I will say, it's kind of as as frustrating as it is uh, as players. Um, Ram Crown and Vantis, you could probably find a lot more information on. Its salon is purposefully closed off, and there's a lot no, of fine. a lot that of was not clear to me until now, mm -hmm. and now I'm like, oh, never asked. <laughs> yeah. So this was good. We learned things. Mm -hmm. I'm really worried she's actually going to get tortured, so I hope she maybe takes some precautions after this conversation. Yep. And as um, as you're walking away, um, Ron, you hear her kind of, you know, whispering herself and just like almost kind of mute, like going over the fact, like, am I really going to get tortured? Like, is this really going to happen? Like, and she's oh, just no. like saying that over and over, and then she and then she pauses. I mean, are you sure? Yeah, I don't know, uh, Ron. Ron just goes back. Oh, but is she? Oh, when I hear her start sound like she's talking to someone, I'll wait to mm -hmm. listen more. Yep. Uh, and she's and she says, "Are you sure?" I mean, I don't. Okay. I mean, yeah, you're okay. You're right. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Okay. All right. And then she goes back and gets her books and starts putting them away in the shelves. Uh, sorry. Before. Oh, um, Ron? Oh, sorry, I'm a little oh, jumpy. Ron. I thought you were here to yeah. weld. No, Ron, Ron, not to torture. No, Ron, no torturing. Uh, Please don't. But Ron cannot help. But were you speaking to someone? No. But uh, Ron has swear you were asking someone about torture. Oh, I. Ron, see nobody. Well, I talk to myself a lot to kind of work out complex problems in my brain. You're more than welcome to roll an insight check. Yes. Are you sure? Because this is not the first time this happened. Mm -hmm. Insight is an eye and starts over there. Uh, 15. I mean, she's not telling the truth. She's a really bad liar. Couldn't trust Ron. Ron is a very good person. Oh, yeah, I trust you. Uh, nope, nobody here. Just, you know, me and the books. Ron knows you are hiding something. Um, first of all, that's rude. Um, second rude of all, I have work to do. I'm gonna uh, try to persuade her. Sure. It is, uh, it is safe. Ron will protect you. No, any, no matter what. Uh, got a 21. She's not gonna tell you. Okay. It was a very then, difficult check, so. I will just give her a hug and then it's like, okay, farewell. Yep. And she just kind of hugs you and, and she's like, yeah, I just, and she just keeps trying to give excuses. You know, I, you no, know, it's, it's lonely it's, no, in here okay. and, you know, and sometimes I just, you know, have to work things out and there's nobody to talk to and, and nobody really visits me except for you guys. And, and well, I just, you know, Rod, I know I can yes. trust you. I just met you. Um, but we could be friends. Ron believes you. It's okay. We are very good friends now. Yes. 
okay um okay i Take will farewell uh let you know if i find any more information about the place that's closed off from the rest of the world thank you one <laughs> will appreciate it mm -hmm. she goes back and Ta -da. okay and i'll head on out so you feel like from that from that interaction um depending on how it would have gone since you rolled such high in persuasion she wasn't on guard about it she didn't you didn't you know lose friendship points with her um but it's something that she's probably lying about you don't know what but maybe she'll warm up in time but you've only known her for a day so okay that's fair Well, let's, uh, or, uh, we shall, shall head out now, yes? Yeah, I am, uh, yeah. I'm good yeah. to go. Alright. Where to? Gonna... Got to get our horses, I'm going to go get, uh, Buttercup. Uh, you don't have those horses anymore, do you? <gasps> I don't? How do I put them up at the town? At the, at the town in Port Town because you ran away from some people and got in a boat and left. Buttercup. Oh, yeah. So those horses are in Port Town <laughs> and you owe them some money or they're probably going to sell your horses by now. So no, they probably already sold them. Oops. Not horse. Horse was good horse. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. I'll have to get the buttercup number two, I guess. <laughs> so sorry, but yeah, it's it's a thing okay. since you left in a hurry. Well, we will buy some horses. Okay. So easy okay, enough. It's, it's actually normal to buy a horse and then resell it when you get to a new town mm -hmm. back in the day. So yeah, so you can easy enough um, find some stables, a place to buy a horse. I know, <laughs> I know, but it was um, extenuating circumstances out of your control. So, but you can find a stable uh, and you find a, a nice um, uh, kind of a young looking human woman with, uh, like dark brown hair and blue eyes. And she goes, Oh, Hey, what can I do for you? Uh, we would like, uh, one, two, three, four horses. Oh, Ron, Ron, can you ride a horse? Ron has special spell. Oh, okay. You do we, I will, horse or cart. Ron will show you. Don't do it. All right. So oh, three or four, three, three. All right. Well, it's going to be. Let's see, a riding horse is going to be, well, the 75 we gold a piece. We don't want like that you one need... over there that looks really old. We want like a good one. Hey, don't insult the horses. They can hear you. I don't understand. I don't speak my language. I use a uh, beast and leaf speech. Yes, it's, you are very all good horses. She did not mean it. Yep. <laughs> they look very happy that you said that. They nay at you, but you can understand. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, pretty much each horse, if you're is 75 gold pieces, uh, if you're looking to, that's just the horse. So if you're looking for three horses, that is going to be 225 gold. Uh, and then uh, you're going to need an extra six uh, gold for 75 the bit and bridle. And you're also going to need I don't a know. saddle, which is another 30 gold. So total for three horses <laughs> per person, 87 gold. Good luck. Do people share a horse? Um, not you, if you we want to make good time. Yeah, so you could you can both ride a horse, um, and it could work in short distances, but for like a whole day with all the gear and stuff that you have, it it wouldn't it wouldn't make you go any faster. 
if that makes sense. Also, reminder, we're basically renting horses. We can just sell them. Uh, we'll take them for 60 gold. Oh, sorry, no. You can make a persuasion check if you like. They're, um, 87 a person. These horses a person. That's the average price for a horse in a saddle and their bit and bridles and jump into that. I suppose, but it's going to take us like two weeks. Hold on, let me see what my persuasion is. Um, 14 plus 8. Gotcha. Um, so she goes, well... <laughs> All right. I'm and I give her puppy dog eyes. All right, you <laughs> seem like nice folks, so I just, I won't charge you for the saddle or the bit or the bridle. That's the best I can do, otherwise my paw's gonna be very mad. I look at everyone and I'm like, 60, 60 gold good? 75 per person. Oh, I so I she knocked down. off about 13 Dude. gold, which is quite a lot, especially for people that, that work for a living. Gold. We can do that. Can everybody else pay there? Ron can assist if anyone need help. I can do 75. Yeah, <clears throat> we were all paid 150, I think, mm -hmm. from the... From your list? Mm-hmm. And you know that you'll get a portion of it back if you decide to sell them at the next town, so... Yeah. Okay, buttercup number two, let us go. Yep. You all want to name your horses? She can name them. Since I don't get to keep it, I don't feel so attached this time. All right, just let me know what you name your new horses. No, no, I said I said you can name them if you have names. I named mine Sparky. Oh, okay. Never mind, we're naming him. Uh, I mean, you don't have to name yours, but mine's Barky. Uh, mine is going to be named uh, Daffodil. Uh, minus 75. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> that is a strange name, but Ron likes it. Is it significant? Do you have 75 children, Valkyrie? Yeah, it's very significant. The amount of gold I just lost. <laughs> we'll get back. All right, so you've got uh, your horses, bits, bridles, yeah, saddles, ready to go, ready to go for travel. See Ron's trick. Okay. okay, you have to give Ron ten minutes, oh, and then okay. Ron starts casting uh, fine steed. Very nice. Yep. So you take your ten minutes to cast the spell, and then what does your new steed look like? Uh, an elk. Very majestic, elegant, proud, but big enough for me to ride. So like yeah. a moose. Is it? Does uh -huh. it look ethereal? Does it have like fey origins? Is it just a normal elk? Uh, it will have fey origins. Gotcha. It's pretty rad. There's some sweet vines going around the antlers. Ooh. Okay. Very nice. Um, and does your elk have a name? It's gonna have purple eyes for for uh for bun. <laughs> and uh the name will be Elk. Elk? Yes. Okay. <laughs> elk the elk. Okay. <laughs> yep. So you all uh reach the edge of town, eyes. hop onto your horses, uh Sparky Daffodil 75 and Elk. <laughs> <laughs> um and you all make your way down towards Tustin. Um, and I will say, unless you particularly want to stop somewhere and do anything, since you are on pretty much the main road 
of the Vantus Kingdom, you're not going to encounter any issues, especially here. <laughs> I don't think we want to stop because we want to try to get another job and mm -hmm. make some more money, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So normally it'd take five days for you to walk. Uh, I'm going to say that you, even though you still have to rest and such, um, you can make it in about three and a half or four, depending on if you push it. So you shave some time off of there. Do you want us to take rations for this since we're not like in wilderness? We're like on the main road and stuff. You don't need to. Because she's got the Outlander easy enough since uh, outside of the road, mm -hmm, there's rolling, source. there's plains, there's rolling hills, there's forests. Um, so specifically to her background, you don't have to worry about it. Um, so you, I will say, um, probably late uh, in the evening, uh, probably about dinner time or so or just before it'd be time to turn in or, or set up camp if you were if you were trying to set up you make your way so you head down south through Icegarth, you know past the forests um go around the bend on the large kind of group of hills that are just to the north of tustin you come around there and, and make really good time and then you kind of approach tustin um from the east and you're all familiar with this place since you're all from the guild uh the order of iberus um, but as I, as you're approaching, you kind of make your way over there and you can see kind of the, um, the various like plots of land and farms, uh, as, as you're approaching, um, whereas you know that most of this town is either going to be farmland, uh, or fishing. So it's, it's definitely a city or a large town, but not near as big as Isgarth or Bethalshire. It's kind of in the middle there where those two may be kind of. Uh, regional like trade hubs this is more of a local one that may go in between the two to provide food or or and things like that such so you arrive uh coming from the east and you're pretty much riding through um the farmlands and you know that uh, the order of iberus uh is there on kind of that same side as you're coming in um it's situated just outside kind of the walls where some of the smaller are not really smaller but yeah i guess so some of like the uh, like the worker slash farmer homes are kind of dotted outside of the walls as the city has grown over time. Um, and you kind of approach and you can see kind of the keep and the castle uh, over the walls as you're coming into the city. Um, and you can kind of smell, you know, the ocean air again as you're coming along because it is it does have a port. Uh, and you take a turn to the right before you hit, hit the walls uh, and then you make it to uh, the guild hall to the Order of Iberus. Do we have like barracks here where we stay when we're in town? So you kind of approach and there are kind of, there are walls uh, around the guild. So it's kind of built onto the city wall, but it's kind of just juts out from it. We've got um, like, like it's like the extra entrance where like the garage that's been turned into like a yeah. apartment situation. Yep. Okay. And, um, and there's no, uh, there's no direct entrance to the city from there. It's just, it's, built part of the okay. walls and they okay. may have gotten permission to do that um in exchange for helping if something were to go wrong in town but and you approach and you kind of uh come in through the gate to the south and you can see there's a small stream that kind of runs on the uh east side uh, as, as you're kind of coming in um there's stables to your to your right as you're, as you're coming in to the left there's small gardens small kind of plots of farmland where you grow your own food uh, or the guild tries to anyway 
and you can um, put your horses up here. Um, you could sell them probably the next day if you'd like, unless you wanted to keep them for some reason. Uh, and then you kind of approach and you open up the front doors. Uh, while the walls are kind of um, made of stone, more fa fashion to like the city walls, uh, the interior is more of a normal um, type home, mainly wood. Um, it's got kind of a really tall, like peaked roof. And um, when you kind of open these double doors, it's kind of what you think of like a large like guild or a mead hall, um, where the first thing you see is there's a long table. Um, there are a few people here. It's not stocked full or anything. Um, maybe a handful or more of some other, um, what you assume are members of the order. Um, you know, you can spot, um, you know, a, a turtle sitting in the corner, uh, kind of just leaning on their, on their staff. Um, and you can see, um, you know, uh, an Aarakocra, you know, kind of tying a bowstring um, on the edge there. You see some human, you know, men are kind of sparring there in the corner. Um, just an all, all sorts of kind of amalgam of um, different adventurers that are there. Oh, hello, Frank. Good to see you. Uh, Why? I guess we go to whoever like is in charge, like wherever we need to report in. We would go there first, I guess. Sure. Oh no, Ron, you're in charge. You you do this. So you can see at the oh. head of the table, uh, you would immediately recognize as being Taryn Van, who was the person who started the guild. Um, oh, doesn't necessarily like right run the day to day uh, anymore because he's pretty old, probably in his sixties or so, um, but. He does have a lieutenant that helps him out and kind of doing the basic contract stuff. So um, you kind of walk in and you see Taryn, who's kind of a uh, older uh, human man who's got kind of long uh, blonde hair, um, a clean shaven face, um, sitting there talking to someone um, to their right. Who you would recognize as Quentin. Uh, it's Lieutenant Quentin Hannibal. Uh, he was one of the first members to join, but was considerably younger than Taryn when he started it. Um, so he's about middle-aged or so, uh, not quite as old as Taryn Van. Um, and he's kind of in charge of all the incoming contracts, uh, kind of keeps a pulse on the different goings-on and the kind of contracts that uh, the Order wants to take or not. Since they're more dedicated to doing good, they're a little more selective on their contracts that they take. Probably why they're not more rec more widely known, since they don't take every contract that comes their way. Mm. Um, and you can see him Makes kind sense. of sitting at the table talking to, um, talking to Taryn, and he's kind of Quint's kind of got. He's bald headed, has a thick like like thick black mustache uh, over his mouth, uh, whereas Taryn kind of has light brown skin with some pale blue eyes, and the clean shaven face. Uh, his blonde hair is kind of starting to become more and more gray. You're surprised it isn't completely gray by now, but. Wait, wait, wait. Which one of them has pale blue eyes? Taryn. Horton. What color eyes does uh, the other one have? Quentin. Hazel. Mm -hmm. Hazel eyes. Thank you. It's going to come up. Tell me. Greetings, Guildmaster. Oh! Hello, my favorite adventurers, but of course, they're all my favorite adventurers. Uh, how was the, uh, well, I mean, you've been gone a while. 
Yes, it has uh, been very long, long, crazy journey, but we have completed contract. All right, all right. Well, paper. Yep. Oh, Quentin will take care of that. As as you know, I just like to hear how things are going. You know. Oh, let's see. Uh, we had to escape on a boat many times. Oh, interesting. Uh, Ram Crown tried to capture us, but we escape again. Oh. We help destroy plot to destroy all of the lands in the north from Dragon, who was controlling this uh, bandit king who we have destroyed. And we also destroyed Dragon, so... So yes, very kind of strange journey. Looks confused, he's like... Sounds like you had a couple side contracts then. Well, good for you. <laughs> Quite the adventure. And Quentin yes. is just like kind of eating like a big like haunch of meat and he's he's holding one of his hands out right over here and he's just chewing loudly. Hmm. Is is that good, Quentin? I mean it's not the best I ever had, but it's pretty good. Okay. Oh, so he wants me to hand him the mm -hmm. the, the peppers. Alright. Mm -hmm. I hand him over. Yep. He kind of looks it over, sees that it's signed, and he kind of gets up. He's like, Alright, come on. And he's kind of a portly fellow, so he kind of makes his way um, down the hallway. It looks like his adventuring days are a little behind him um, and does more of the, the kind of clerical uh, work around here. So you kind of go down the hall um, and take a, a left and then a right. And he kind of sits behind a, a chair in his office and he gets kind of a, a seal and heats up some wax and then seals it and then signs his name below it. So, all right, um, I'll go ahead and... I'll ahead and file this. Um, just a reminder, you all owe your dues. That will be uh, five oh. gold apiece since you've only been oh. gone for a month. You were paid up since then, so. so I can take it now if you like. Oh, yes. Yeah. Here are the dues. Oh God. Getting so poor today. Do we get money for giving back the contract or no? You got paid whenever it was finished. Oh, gotcha. They That's where you it. got okay. the 600 and, and some change. Gotcha. He collects the money. All right. Thank you. See you next month for the rest of your dues. Just remember, if you don't pay it, you'll have to. All, well, you'll have to to get more contracts. Right. Pretty much works similar to an artisan guild would in the traditional rules. That they don't take anything necessarily off the top of the contract but you do owe dues every month it's a sort of you know keep up the place then and they they're finding us the jobs too so it's mm -hmm. like they are uh, and he sits there he goes well you're staying a while you got anything else on your plate i got one that just came in if you'd like it oh uh yes i would like to hear it all right. Well, he kind of turns around and, and opens up a, a kind of a, a contract that's been pre-written up. He's like, here you go. Looks like they're having trouble down there at the mines and in the, the Wayne Oak Mountains. And Valken would definitely know those are the mountains that are right beside Valshir. This one's kind of important. It's a uh, straight from the Ventus Mining Company. You know what I mean? Oh, so then this will pay well, yes? Yeah, well, it looks like they, they had a couple of their expedition miners go missing recently. And uh, 
well, they had to shut down the mine when they lost some people and, um, well, they want it back open. So the crown's going to pay a lot since, you know, they're pulling metals and minerals out for the war effort and such. Um, they're going to pay 800 gold to clear out the mine and Ooh. for any expedition miners that you find and bring them back alive, that's an extra 100 gold on top of it. Oh, this is a, could be a very lucrative contract. Lucky you came in today because I was going to give it to someone else, but, you know, we're kind well, of partial you. to you. Oh, well, yeah, as Vin has said, we, we shall take contract. All right, I'll go ahead and get it filed and hand you the contract. Uh, and you can see that uh, it says pretty much what he said, paraphrased, uh, but it's signed uh, Finna Banfix. Supervisor for the Vantis Mining Company. Finna? Mm-hmm. Supervisor of the Vantin. The Vantis Kingdom. Vantis Mining Company. Vantis Mining Company. Okay. And um uh, We uh have uh maybe personal quest. Well, we I mean, you know, return, you can take side uh, jobs however you want. Oh, well, uh, Ron was wondering if we can have audience with the king. <laughs> to <win. laughs> he kind of sits back. <laughs> uh, you're funny, Ron. You're funny. I forgot how funny you were. <laughs> Anyway, what are you oh, really doing? Not really funny. But, I, I mean, Ron, don't tell jokes, but uh, we had a comrade fall in battle, Sir Virgil. And he used to be God to King, and we he reached dying wish was to return his sword to King. Well, shit. I mean, you're going to have to talk to Taryn about that. I don't know anybody over there. I mean, he used to run with that little God circle and such, so maybe he could get you in, but... No, I can't do it. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Quentin. Ron's very glad. I'm to just the contract so guy. I don't, you know, rub elbows with those hoity-toity folk and such. Oh, uh, as Ron can see, yes. Mm -hmm. That was a joke. Okay. Uh, I like you. You're well, funny Quentin. when you don't try. You just gotta, you gotta <laughs> let it come naturally. But Ron was not joking. Uh, nope. okay. Never change, uh, Ron. Ron. Will talk to uh, you too, Quentin. Yep. Uh, sir, uh, have a good day. And you all can see that his—he's the kind of person that works in an office where they're not necessarily like untidy on purpose. They just have so much stuff on their desk, just from paperwork, contracts. Like he pretty much handles the day-to-day -day here. So, all right, and you head back uh, out of the room okay. and you can yeah, go talk, talk to, to Taryn. Sure. Yeah, he's sitting at the edge of the table finishing his dinner and um, and Quentin kind of follows you out and kind of pops back down and gets gets another, you know, haunch of meat and some more uh, food on his on the rest of his plate. Oh, yes. What can I what can I help you all with? My favorite adventurers. Oh, do Terran happen to know a Sir Virgil? Um, he oh. used to serve with the king. Oh, of yeah. Ow. 
I do remember he, uh, it's kind of embarrassing. He used to train me and he kicked my ass quite a few times, but don't let that kind of get out to the rest of them here. Um, but yeah, how, yeah, how is, how, how is he doing? Did you, uh, why do you ask? Did you see him? Kind of look behind me and look at Valkan and point to the sword. <clears throat> Listen, Gramps. This is his sword. Oh, you he know, I don't of, like uh, it when you call me that, but you know, I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> uh, let's well, it's a very fine sword. I, I don't need it. Uh, no, this was Virgil's sword. Oh. Fortunately, he joined us for a battle or two and didn't survive, so. Oh. Well, that's a shame. He was a, he was a good man. Real good man. Good he man. was. He asked us to return the sword to the king. Oh. Hmm. That. May, may I see it? Uh, yes, absolutely. He kind of looks at the sword. Oh, very. He hands it back. Very interesting. Uh, that came from the throne for sure. Uh, that's something that you get for, you know, exemplary service under the crown. Uh, so, you know, he definitely made a name for himself. I wasn't there for that long. Um, but I, I could see what I can do. I could send a messenger and, and, um, and ask, um, and see what I can do. Um, <clears throat> kind yeah, of I mean, as you know, <clears throat> he might be pretty popular around here, but not so much with the king. So. Right. Um, hmm. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. Listen, listen. Um, I'll take care. I'll, I'll take care of it. Um, so someone that I served with that was, um, well, started off in the guard and then went to the army. You're never going to believe this. Um, does the name General Uthek ring any bells? Ron, Bryn, and Vin, no idea. Oh, um, Valken, you can roll a history roll for me. Okay. Uh, no, actually, Would you I have roll? no idea who this is. It's a two minus one. A so one. Okay. Um, so based on what he says, General Uthek, wow, sounds important. Like some kind of general. Yeah. Generals are pretty important. Yeah. Yes. Well, he's a, a fine fellow. I could try and, well, it's been many, many years, but I could try and reach out and, and see if, well, I tell him what happened. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Go I, ahead, Ron. Oh, yes. That'd uh, be very most helpful. I, I will say that as well, I'm sure you're all aware, especially, well, especially you, Valken, since, you know, um, you, well, from the area, some of you may not, um, but, um, you don't really just go see the king, um, the king will send for you, so I will send a message to the general and to see if he can get us an audience and um then we'll see when you get this audience um okay 
do you know where you're going to be in, well, the next... Uh, well, I don't know. I'm not sure where you're going next. I don't know oh. where we're going to be tomorrow. Well, we are waiting for a shipment of shields to arrive here, but then we have a oh. contract with Vantis Mining Company that we just got from Quintin, which is oh. heading down to the mountains near close to Vantis. Oh, well, that's, that's very interesting. Uh, well, the... No, the Ventus mine is sort of a little out of the way of the city, but um, recently or decently close. Um, it will take um a messenger uh, three to four days to get there. Um, and then perhaps we'll hear back in the same amount of time. I, I can only try, but I'll try. Oh yes, that would be very good. All right, well. You know, I'll get started now. And he kind of gets up and and grabs kind of a, a walking stick that's kind of beside his chair and kind of goes towards where you know his office to be, uh, assuming that he's going to write the missive now. Thank you, Gramps. Oh, uh, you got to stop calling me that. Falcons, well, I mean, <laughs> it's, well, that's uh, fine, whatever. <laughs> he kind of uh, goes back. <laughs> All right, so, so you know he's gonna try and, and you know write you a uh, missive to get you audience with the king. Um, where to now? It's dinner time. You could eat. Um, you do though that they have lodging here. Um, so if there's any people who aren't on a contract, they could stay overnight. All right, we'll stay here. Sure. All right. So, um, you all can definitely stay here. And then is the next day. You wake up bright and early. Uh, people are Can having I, breakfast. Sure. Uh, over that time period, reflect upon my new sword and sure. get a feel for it so that I may use it. Yeah, you sure can. Um, and then what? for all of you, you all can attune to your items. Um, and We're you still kind of. on ours, though. So. Yeah, right. so I think that um, Vin had some items too. Yeah, I'll attune to my blood vial. Mm -hmm. What's the kitchen situation with the guild? Can we just sort of like, it's like a cafeteria? Yep. Like, do we just get what we want? Yep, you just it's get like served whatever they're making pay. for the day. And... Can I raid a bunch of food for Mimi without anybody finding out? <laughs> you could try. Can Vin help me? Sure. So we'll, we'll get to that in, um, in a second. Okay. Um, just so we can talk through um, with Vin to attune to your oh. item, I do believe that you have to um, some of your own blood inside the vial and a few drops and then you oh. seal it up and that attunes it to you. I just like slice my hand open and like drip it in the bottle. Yep. You do that <laughs> and then you um, you seal it and then you are attuned to it. You kind of feel an additional uh, amount of like of power kind of circulating through you as you first attuned to it, knowing that it did work. Okay, and, and then, then I slurped the blood off my hand. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Is that normal for changelings? Wait, do changelings drink? Wait, are changelings vampires? No, I just like the way it tastes. It's salty. Oh, it might very have like a deficiency or something. Yeah, try. You should probably go and see the medic. Try. 
Wait, I'm a medic. Uh, here. <laughs> it's nothing to be concerned of. It's just something finger. I like to do. Jeez. Just look at the finger. Follow it. I like swat Keep it away. Ah, oh, come on, Vinyut. Could we? You could have a, like a very bad deficient. Okay, well. Not deficient. I just like the way it tastes. One of us has got an iron deficiency. I suppose it is to be expected. Next thing, aye, aye, aye. telling me that he like has celiac disease. I don't know what we're going to Brynn, do. Bran, Bran, I put my arm around her. I'm like, you need to calm down. It's not that big of a deal. It's kind of a very big deal, actually. Like. <laughs> I whisper in here, it's not that big of a deal. And then I like put my finger in my mouth, get it really wet, and then stick my finger in her ear and then walk ah! away. Like <laughs> <laughs> okay. jumps up and knocks the bench over and runs off. Uh, what, did, what did you do to Bryn, Vin? Why did you stick finger in ear? It's just uh, it's a fun thing that, that people do sometimes, you know, don't this do it to fun. me, but it's, it's fun for you, but it's not fun for the other person. You know, you, you, something you just get a kick out of. Uh, wait, fun for me, but you just did that to Vin, but you don't want it happen to yourself. Right, like it's fun for me to do, but it's not <laughs> fun for it to happen to you. Does that make sense? Uh, but then why would you? What? Ron, I'm not sh Ron does not has many feelings. Yeah, Ron. And then I lick my other finger, get it all wet, and I stick it in Ron's ear. <laughs> Stand on my tippy toes so she can't reach me. <laughs> I grow. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, Ron forgot you could do that. That is not. That is gross. Do not do that. See, uh, that's what I mean. It's fun for me, but it's not fun for you. <laughs> Noted. Ron will remember this. <laughs> okay. So, uh, while that's going on, uh, Valken, you kind of take a look at this at this sword. Um, yes. And kind of as I described it, it, you pull it out of the sheath, um, and it's kind of what is known as an oxtail dao, kind of a, a, a long more martial arts styled sword that you'd be akin with or that you would be more familiar with as i'd mentioned one of the people at um at the academy that you were at trained with these known as the tiger uh, and he actually used those this one kind of has a long um like a long kind of cloth this bright red on the end of it that is mainly for show may help balance a little bit but more just kind of flashiness um, and you pull it out and you kind of inspect it and you look at the uh, inscription on it in Elvish, which says a thousand battles, a thousand victories, as it's kind of put on the side of the blade. Uh, and you spend some time with it. Um, very well made sword. And you have a plus one long sword that you can use and you're attuned to now. Sweet. <clears throat> I just been, since I don't sleep. Yes, yeah, you trance. I just, I just uh, spend some time trying to remember the limited knowledge of swordplay I had back at the, my school. Yep. And just uh, relearning how to use that. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then as being an elf, you get long, you get long sword as a proficiency, so it works out for you. Okay. 
Anything else you all would like to do? <laughs> okay. Is yeah. there anything so, to do? Uh, like, what, what can we do? Uh, this is mainly sort of just a fishing and farming town. It's got your basic amenities. Um, smith, you know, shops, uh, things of that sort. Um, but it seems like you're already um, provisioned for now before you left. So if you wanted to see anything in the city, you could. Um, you've got your horses, so you could ride straight to the mines if you'd want. I think, yeah, let's just... If there's people that need rescuing, I don't really want to... Um, Take time. on that, right? Yeah. So let's do that first. Gotcha. Okay. So like I had mentioned before, in this particular kind of stretch from Falshir to Isgarth, it's kind of the main road going through the Vanus Kingdom, uh, very unlikely that you're going to encounter anything um, that's going to be a problem for you, especially on that road. Very well guarded. You see probably more um, soldiers than usual. You see regiments moving through, um, heading north, and then taking a turn towards the east to head towards the front against Ram Crown. So especially now with, with more guards patrolling and soldiers in the area, it would be unwise for bandits or, the, or anything like that to try and uh, rob people. So you spend about um, about a day and a half riding. Um, and as you're kind of going through the kind of plains and you see like light forests and stuff, um, Valken, you are in an area that you are particularly familiar with. And this would be the area that you know would be where your academy is. Oh, we're down here. What's that? I said I didn't realize we we're gonna be that close. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Cool. Looks just the same as it did before. So it's a little ways off. Um. I mean the it, general areas. Yep. Um, you can see, uh, kind of through the lightly wooded area. Um. It's several miles off the road, not like a full day's travel, but you'd spend about a good 30 minutes to an hour getting there. Um, mm -hmm. But you can see kind of uh, in the horizon in the general area, uh, you see some smoke. Um, but it looks more like a like a hearth than something on fire, which is interesting to you for reasons that you know. Right. Very interesting indeed. Uh, I make a mental note of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to. Uh, we're on. We need. We have a mission. So, okay. But I know something's over there now. So. Yep, that you do. And then, uh, so you all eventually make it. Um, down the road, it takes you about another three and a half days since it's, you were right in the middle between Isgarth. Uh, and Tustin as far as the roads uh, go. Um, since the mines are a little south of Falshir and then towards like the the base of the mountain range. Um, and as you're kind of passing by, it is just an enormous city. It is completely walled. Um, there are sort of kind of similar to Tustin, but a lot more. Um, there is some farmland. There's like some timber um, mills and the such and some housing that kind of spills out from the large walls uh, just from people that work in the area maybe don't don't 
make enough to afford a home in the capital city. Um, but this is kind of a major hub for commerce. Uh, and as you're kind of passing by it, you can see just large spires um, made of stone, your classic like medieval uh, architecture here. And kind of similar to Isgarth, uh, but a little less so, you see some other kind of buildings that are more reminiscent to what we would know as kind of like Roman architecture that may be holdovers from uh, the empire, but most of it's kind of been replaced or may have happened after that, where you have your typical medieval architecture. Uh, you can see kind of raised up um, further south is kind of the keep where the king himself stays. Uh, it's just kind of in awe of this just large city sitting at the base of this mountain range. Um, for Valken, you know, he's seen it before for you three, whether you not have or not, it's up to you. Uh, but it's definitely the largest city you've ever seen. So, um, you make a note of that and you see that there's lines, uh, in front of the gate. It looks like that there, um, lines to get into the city. They aren't just walking through. Um, and you can see kind of regiments, you know, kind of marching, doing like maneuvers outside of the city. Uh, but you make your way around, uh, and then you end up at, uh, the mine here, which would be known as the Vantis Mining Company. And it's built right into the base of the mountain range. And as you get there, you kind of see a small, um, say reason. It's not huge, but like a small to medium sized encampment for the amount of workers. It looks like that they've kind of just sprung up some tents and such, as you can imagine the, the productivity has gone up as they're trying to get minerals and metals out for the war. So you arrive there um, and you see people kind of hanging out in the tents and stuff. Nobody actually doing any work. Uh, pretty full encampment here. There's someone like barking orders or keeping things organized. Yep, there's a large tent in the middle and you can see that it's not completely covered and there's like a big like table and desk and there's someone there writing things down. You could assume that she's probably the supervisor. Uh, we'll approach. Sure. Yeah, and you run into Finna Banfix, the supervisor. She is a, a supervisor. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. She is a, uh, a woman rock gnome, uh, with long curly gray hair, uh, brown eyes, kind of rough skin from like a life of manual labor, essentially. Um, and she's like, all right, what can I do for you? Oh, we have accepted the contract you have requested. Right. The Excellent. Order of Iberus. It didn't take you very long. I just sent it. May I? Oh, yes. All right. She checks it over. Um, she goes, all right, here you go. Um, couple things. You got to clear the whole place out uh, to our satisfaction. Um, and you got to, well, recover as many as we have. Uh, there's four of them that we can't account for. Dimble, Carlin, Diane, and Lurka. Um, Dimble, I think everyone else Carlin, accounted for. Diane, and Dim Lurka? Dimble, Carlin, uh -huh. Dane, uh -huh. Lurka. Yes, yeah, and, and you what, know, there's extra. What is the creatures inside? Uh, well, there's some, uh, some nasty shit in there. I'll, I'll say that. Um, I'm not much of the fighting folk. I haven't really had this happen before, but, um, as you know, we've been kind of up in productivity. So the expedition miners are going further and further in to try and find the veins and such. Um, and 
we've gone pretty deep to be honest and uh i didn't stay long enough to find out if you know what i mean so we heard some hooting and hollering and people yelling and um well we pulled out for the night since we're not fighting folk and they didn't come out when they were supposed to in the closing time so the protocols of the ventus mining company we shut the mine down and waited so do you have any uh spare lanterns we can take with us um well, let me look she's gonna look and see yeah I, I could probably spare a couple lanterns for you excellent mm, you got the you oil any... for it oh we don't have any oil yeah we would need some all right too. we'll find the oil um that's fine if you don't bring them back we're gonna charge you out of what we know yeah i mean if we don't bring them back it's because we are not coming back most likely you're probably right you'll have to build the guild directly i suppose yep. so that. she hands you some <laughs> like um, why do you guys not like it when i say things that are true you're gonna make our lives harder god don't talk about torture don't talk about death what can oh, i but talk about it's only harder on on terran because we are dead and he has to pay bill it's just fix. So, do you have she... any witnesses who have seen these creatures? Well, we haven't because the um, well, the expedition miners that were out that day were, of course, Dimble, Carlin, Dane, and Lurka, and they've been gone. Um, we only send two teams. Uh, we make sure they each have um, well, buddy system. Um, well, the rest of us were mining. So, so what part of the mine were they assigned to work on? Well, they were the expedition miners, so they go much deeper than when we were actually established. Can you uh, maybe draw us like a little, like uh, just like a little scrap paper map, so that we can uh, get our bearings as we go down. We are right. not yeah. miners, I'm, so we would need the direction they were supposed to be in. Uh, right. Yeah. Sure. Maybe, so we have a start. I'm not much of an artist, but I'll do what I can. And she kind of takes a you know this piece okay. of scratch parchment, parchment, and kind of dips her quill and kind of writes some things. And uh, it's a very crudely drawn map, but it kind of basically <laughs> says, you know, entrance, um, mine. Deeper in mine, and then question mark after that. Oh my gosh. I'm okay. over here about to write notes and then I stop. Uh, Ron looks then... at it and he's like, oh yes, Ron understands everything. Right, you just go in and you, you keep going until you can't anymore and you'll probably find him. Is there like a medical tent or anybody? Uh, do you have any injured up here that need aid before we go down? I am, uh, you know, licensed medical practitioner, so uh, to speak. Well, I could have used you a couple... License. A couple days ago, um, when we sent the, you know, the missive, but, um, not right now, we've pretty much taken care of everyone. Understood, just wanted to check in case I die, I wanted to make sure you had a chance to get some healing done first, you know? Yep, I think we're all right. I, I don't know if anyone actually had any, uh, eyes on what was going on down there, but, nah, uh, didn't sound good, so, we skedaddled. Alright, well, that's, let's not waste any time. Yeah, that's the protocol. You get out, and then you count the heads, and then you figure out who's missing, and then go from there, so. Oh, she hands good. you two, like, lamps. They're essentially, like, lanterns. Um, and a pint of oil for each. It's like, alright, this is gonna last you six hours? Um. Good luck. Oh, very well. Uh, what time of day is it since we arrived? Yeah, so it's about... Um, 
midday or so as you got in here. So probably one or two p.m. in the afternoon. Oh, still adventuring during that time. All right, we shall go to the cave. I do. I have a light spell. So you're fine. And mm -hmm. Ron, do you have a light spell of any sort? No, Ron needs to rely on Vin. Then that's why I wanted lanterns, just so that we're, if like we get cut off or we need to split up, we're like not screwed. We don't have to light them yet, though. I just <clears> wanted to bring them yep. with us. So it's a cantrip. Not have to waste so. torches. So mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. okay. So we'll do. Yeah, we'll do your cantrip first. Gotcha. And then that is where we will take a break before you go in oh. and adventure through the mine and try and find Time some lost so fast expeditionary miners and such. So thank you all for watching. I appreciate all the support. As usual, we turn off all the alerts and things. So, uh, it doesn't interrupt uh, the immersion for you all. But we'll be right back here in just a few minutes. We'll take a quick break and you'll get to go on an adventure in some mines. So we'll see you then. Farewell, BRB.